Welcome to the Fatherhood Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Pluff. Each week, we will cover various topics that dads struggle with in their fitness journey. I'll give you actionable steps that you can apply right away, not only to take back control of your own health, but so you're able to be a better example for your kids too. All right, we have Matthew on today. Matthew was a client of mine. Uh, We started exactly almost a year ago today. We worked together for a few months uh, last summer. Uh, He just finished his doctorate program. He has three kids. Is that correct? That's right. Three kids, three kids. And so he he is super busy. Um, And so I'll let let Matthew kind of introduce himself and kind of tell us a little bit about him. And then we'll jump right in here. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on Anthony um got three kids I have a five-year-old son a four-year-old daughter and a almost nine almost nine-month-old son as well um so very busy in our household um I did just finish my doctorate and school has been crazy so I am enjoying my my extra time I guess if I can say that um as if I have any still, but, um that's been a relief for sure um my wife is a nurse as well so both working full-time and, and managing a family and trying to find time to um, keep ourselves healthy and well as well. So. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I remember, I remember when we first started, you, uh, you had just sold your house. Is that right? And you were, you were building a house too. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, so we sold our house um, before we had any place to go. So we actually um, stayed in a camper over the summer of last year and part of the fall and then moved in with some family for the winter. So um, all in all, we were out of a house for a little over six months. Um, We did finally get the house done and moved in. uh, Well, done enough. Um, Moved in about a month, month and a half ago. Um, so we're pretty excited to finally be in our own space and find some normalcy in our routine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy. I remember, uh, um, you were telling me that you had your, your, your sorry, uh, your, your daughter, is that correct? Was just born. Uh, it would be Elliot. So our, our youngest son. Yeah. Son. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. So, yeah. So I remember you telling me, uh, you, you were about to, be a father of three and then you you sold your house and moved into a camper but you were still you were still getting your workouts and you were working out um at, at your work is that is that right yeah yep we've got a gym here on campus okay gotcha so how did how did you find how did you find the time to kind of balance all of that i know um like currently i i work from home so my, my situation's a little different where you know i i can work out um pretty much whenever I want to, I can create my own schedule. Um, when, when I was, uh, when I wasn't working at home, I know that like once at the end of the day after work, that's the last thing I wanted to do is, is leave again and go to the gym, especially my, my kids are young. Um, and so they go to bed pretty early. And so if I'm gone at work all day and then I go to the gym and then, you know, after we've had dinner and all this stuff, I only get to see them for maybe a couple of hours. So how, how did you fit all that in? Yeah, well, it's, it was hard and it continues to be hard. Um, so my wife, like I said, is a nurse and she works nights actually. So it, we're on complete opposite schedules. Um, so in the mornings, it just wasn't feasible for me to exercise or go to the gym because I was home with the kids by myself and getting them ready for school um, or daycare and out the door on my way to work. Um, 
And then shortly after we left, my wife would come home and sleep for the day. Um, so then she would be able to, on the day she, she worked, um, she would be able to pick them up from daycare so I can stay after work for an hour or so and get my exercise in, but definitely a lot of playing ahead. Um, <clears throat> my wife was definitely a, a huge supporter of me and, uh, recognizing that this is something that I, I needed to do and wanted to do. Um, so it was, it was very helpful that she, um, oftentimes got up early from her, her sleeping during the day to make sure that the kids were picked up in time and um, we'd be home around about the same time. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Is uh, does your wife exercise regularly too? Off and on. Yes. Off and on. Um, it, it's she's, she struggles with working nights and then mm-hmm. uh, coming home and, and being a, a, a mom and, yeah. and getting all that in, but we've been um, tag teaming and, and trading off on who's working out which evening and um, who's, who's with the kids. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I think, I think that's really important. Just kind of, uh, my, my wife and I, we, we share a Google Doc, uh, or sorry, a Google Calendar, and we, we kind of put all, both of our calendars in there so we know. And like my, my schedule is a little bit more free where I have kind of that, that time where, you know, I can work out. If I don't get to my workout in the morning, I can do it, you know, later on. Um, but I, we have noticed um, that it is a little bit more difficult for her to work out um, just because of her schedule and stuff. Um, she has, uh, so she watches our two kids and then um, does an in-home daycare too. And so uh, the kids don't get picked up till five by the time we run into dinner, you know, she's up super early. And so like, we, we have to be pretty diligent of scheduling, scheduling her workouts. And I, I, um, I know that that's something I need to get better at is letting her, you know, just taking the kids, especially on the weekends, just letting her uh, get her workout in because a lot of times I think we think, you know, we got to take care of our own health and stuff. But a big part of it is too, is like our wives do a lot of the work there and, um, they, they don't complain, or at least my wife doesn't complain. Um, she just, you know, that's, that's what she does. That's what she loves to do. But I think, um, and she would probably never admit it, but she would probably enjoy some more time by herself where she could <laughs> kind of take care of herself there. But yeah, definitely. Um, it, yeah. And I think too, like I said, uh, we've have to talk through of, okay, what days are you working this week? Cause her, her days are, are rotating all the time. Uh, or what nights are you working this week? And then who's watching the kids on this day and, and who's doing this? And um, definitely scheduling has helped us. And I continue to have to schedule and plan out week by week uh, because every week is so different. Yeah. Yeah. And you said, uh, so you were living, you were living in a trailer for a while. And um, where was that at? So it was actually on the property where we built our house. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So is that like, are you close to family or? Um, are you close to any, any relatives that could kind of help out with the kids as well? Yeah. So, um, our house is kind of out in the middle of nowhere, aside from it being on property we purchased off of my parents. So, gotcha. uh, it's nice that the kids can, the older kids can run across the yard to their grandparents. Yeah. Um, they've done that several times and going on a run or, or whatever in an evening. So, uh, they've really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, that, that's something too, that, uh, before, you know, before I had kids, um, my wife and I would go to the gym together. 
um, we haven't gone to the gym together in <laughs> four or five years. You know, it's, it's just not something that's easy to do anymore. Um, we actually live about two hours away from the closest relatives we have. And so um, it can be kind of hard, you know, for both of us. But, you know, uh, someday, someday we may move closer. And I, I think that's something um, we've kind of talked about that you know, we could go on more of those date nights, you know, even just go to the gym together and things like that. Cause like right now, like we, we do have friends that are close. Um, we live in a very uh, transient college town, military town. And so people come and go all the time. The people you get close to are here for a couple of years and stuff. And so we don't have a ton of people who, um, we can just be like, Hey, you want to come watch the kids for a couple hours so we can go to the gym or something like that. And so I think, you know, fi finding time, uh, I like to work out at home. Not everybody likes to work out at home. Sometimes you just got to get away. If you're working out at home, you, you take the risk of, um, being interrupted, finding other things to do. My computer's open. I'm going to start working on this all of a sudden. Now I don't want to work out. And so I think, uh, you, you have, um, I think that's pretty cool. You're able to kind of work out workout um at work is is it a pretty nice kind of facility you have there it is it's it's kind of small um but it's not ever very very busy for yeah. a a healthcare um organization <laughs> you think it'd be a lot busier but um no I, lately i've actually been getting into running a lot more huh. um and i i've been doing that so to kind of get me to commit more to running i'll take my pre-workout as I'm leaving work. And by the time I get home, I have to run because <laughs> I have to do something with that pre-workout. Yeah. Um, so it kind of forces me to not just go home and want to sit down and relax because of being tired from the day. But, um, and it's, it's been interesting too, because my, my son, he's five, almost six. Um, he's been more interested in, in running and exercising and, mm -hmm. um, and my daughter has ridden alongside me on her bike on some runs. And so it's, it's been a lot easier to do that. And, and frankly, more fun to do that with my kids. Yeah. Um, and we can do that pretty easily. Like I said, we're out in the middle of nowhere, so there's no issue with safety or anything like that for the kids, but uh, that's probably been the biggest benefit from, from moving. So. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think, you know, just kind of being that example, letting, letting them see you work out too, like, um, from your perspective, getting your workout in at work before you go home is awesome. Cause you know, you're not going to get interrupted. Um, but I think it's a really good idea to kind of have your kids. Like I, I have a bunch of workout equipment here. Um, obviously you can't see it right now, but like, um, my son will come back here. My daughter, they, they like to hang from the pull-up bar and stuff like <laughs> that. And, uh, and I, I let it every time they want to, you know, they ask to come back here. I think that's great. You know, the, the easier, the, the earlier you, you get to see those things. Uh, my wife was working out yesterday and I went in there. Uh, my son was supposed to be napping, but he, he, uh, he got up. And, uh, so he, he asked if he could do her workout with her, you know, that's, I think that's something that, um, we try and encourage. I think, I think it's, it's hard sometimes because, um, if you ever go to like a hotel and you see a bunch of the kids, <laughs> you see a bunch of the kids in the gym, it can be kind of frustrating because you're wanting to do things. But, um, I try and always start a conversation with them and stuff because they don't know what they're doing. They're just kind yeah. of messing around in there, but you, you want to make it a, a kind of a, 
uh, a positive environment. Uh, not, not everybody has a great experience or a relationship with exercise. Uh, some of their only forms of exercise, or maybe they had to run the mile in PE class and they hated it. And so um, as they get older, you know, by the, by the time they pick it up, they're not really sure what to do. They may be 25, 30 years old, maybe even older. It's their first time in the gym. And their only experience they have is somebody yelling at them to run faster or they got in trouble in basketball practice. So they had to do wind sprints or something. So I think, I think that, you know, that's really cool that, you know, you said you're, you're doing um, some bike rides or some running and things like that. Letting the kids go on the bike. Um, you are out in the country. Um, does, does that make it more difficult? I, I live in a, it's pretty busy, pretty busy area. So we have sidewalks everywhere. Does it, does it kind of make it more difficult um, to um, like go to the park or things like that? Um, so yeah, that's, we aren't too far, probably 20 minutes away from a, a state park. Um, so the kids definitely like to go there and, and play around. But as far as where we're at, the road we're on is, is not very busy. Um, it's a chip and sealed road. And then we run down to a, a gravel road and, and out between some fields. And like I said, I don't have to worry a whole lot about cars, um, which is kind of nice, but yeah, my, my kids are, are really great. I don't know about yours, um, about, keeping me accountable and saying, Hey dad, why aren't you exercising tonight? Um, so if they're really good at that, um, they can be brutally honest sometimes, which, which helps me, um, get going and get moving. And, um, they, like you said, they, they see that as, as part of a lifestyle, like, um, a norm now. Whereas when I was growing up, my, my parents never exercised. I never saw them do any sort of exercise. So that was not something that was, a, a normal thing for me growing up so it's nice to see that um from their perspective now yeah yeah and yeah I, de I definitely think you know just um how, how you kind of grow up is um kind of how you start out I guess um, what you see your parents do um I started I, I remember I started um really starting to like working out at a pretty young age which is kind of strange because um not that my parents were um, not in shape or overweight or anything, but my, my mom would work out. She likes to go on walks and things like that. Never really saw my dad work out. Uh, my dad was in the military, but it was before I was born. And so like, I don't remember any of that, you know, and, uh, like he, uh, just not weightlifting things like that is something he never, never really did. We didn't have any in the house, but I think I was, um, like seventh grade, I bought a, um, a vertical jump training program <laughs> and I, I did it like five nights a week and <laughs> I loved it where I got it. I don't know, probably cause I was the smallest kid on the team and I wanted to jump higher, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know where that came from. Cause I've always loved working out and things like that. But I had a conversation with a lady, um, it was probably a year or so ago now. And she was in really great shape. She was in really great shape. Uh, her son was pretty overweight. Never, he, she told me she, he never wanted to do anything. He was always sitting on the couch playing video games, things like that. She didn't understand because she was super active. And so we just kind of had a conversation and stuff. And I kind of asked her like what she liked to do. And she said all these forms of exercise. And, um, but for some reason he never did. And she was really worried about him. And I said, well, when do you exercise? And she said, well, I always work out um, while he's at school. And I said, okay. I said, gotcha. I said, do you think he knows that you work out? And she said, yeah, I told him I went to the gym, you know, things like that, or I do this. And I said, okay. I said, has he ever seen you work out? 
And she was like, well, no, he's at school and stuff. And I was like, in his mind, you don't work out. (laughs) You, you, you told him, like you told him, um, cause she, like, she was very active. You know, she was in, she was in great shape, worked out four or five days a week. Um, went on walk, you know, ate pretty healthy and stuff, but most of the stuff she did was either when he's at school or sleeping and stuff. And so I, I just kind of encourage her, you know, like take him with you, you know, take him with you, go for a walk with him, you know, cause she would work kind of later in the evenings. And so, um, work kind of later in the evenings there. And so like, by the time she gets home, she doesn't want to go to the park. She doesn't want to go on the walk. And I was like, well, I'm starting to see, you know, maybe where, where the, the friction is there a little bit and stuff. But I, I think just things like that, I think, you know, um, like going to the gym four or five times a week probably isn't realistic um, with three kids. You know, you've got three kids all under five or five and below there. And so that, that can be pretty difficult for you. But, you know, two or three days a week, that seems pretty reasonable, you know. Um, and with your wife too, same thing. You know, I, I, I think um, we get caught up in this, well, we have to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, always have a day of rest. Like ideally, yes, that, that would be awesome if everybody could do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but sometimes it's going to be Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. And yeah. so I, I don't know how, um, um, how regularly, um, you've been able to go or how much of a schedule you've kind of made for your workouts and stuff, but how have you found like since, uh, your son was born. He's, he's nine months now. So man, I can't believe, I, I think, yeah, I think last time we talked, I, I don't even think he was born yet. And so, um, that that's pretty crazy, but, um, how have you found, like, obviously you transit, you, you just finished your doctor. So you're in school, you're working full time. You just had your third kid and you were living in a trailer as your house getting built. How, how, how have you found, like you were able to kind of balance it all? Well, I learned that um, I, I am a very scheduled person. I'm type A of this is what we're going to do and this is when we're going to do it. Um, but with exercising and just general life balance, um, found that I, I couldn't control everything. And there were going to be days where um, my wife would text me and say, hey, I had a rough night at work last night. I had to work over. I'm going to sleep longer today. So can you please get the kids after work? Um, so then I couldn't work out that day. And that was totally fine. Uh, we needed to do what we needed to do. Um, balancing everything is like, like I said, it, it's a week by week, sometimes day by day thing of I'm going to plan four runs in a week, plan four and hope that I at least get three. Um, knowing that again, with three kids and, um, jobs and, and family and, and all that is things will come up. Um, so that was probably the hardest part of not knowing until sometimes the day of what my, my um, exercise will look like for that day. I will say definitely being done with school now has alleviated some of that and provided some more time and, and balance back in my life, I feel like. Um, so I can focus more on, on uh, getting in better shape and, and having that life balance. So. Yeah. You said, so you, you schedule four, four runs a week. Um, and you're okay yeah. if you don't get that many. Um, was that hard for you at first to kind of be okay with, I've got four scheduled and I'm only getting two this week. It was, it was, I, I probably did four runs for two or three weeks when I first started running. 
Um, and then something came up. I, I think I actually got sick or something. So I, I didn't get all my runs in, but I think I got maybe two runs in that week. And that was really discouraging. Um, so the next week I was, I was really shooting for four and I ended up getting three. Um, and I thought, man, I'm never going to be back to what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, should I even be trying? Um, but then I, I think I was actually listening to one of your past podcasts on do what you can. And that's a start. Um, you have to start somewhere and it's okay if you can't do all of it at once. Um, something's better than nothing. So I've been keeping pushing with that. Um, like I said, my, my kids have started to notice and, and go on bike rides as I'm running or um, they'll have a cup of, of ice water when I get back or, or whatever um, the case may be. And, and they've gotten more interested in that and they actually um, joined a, a running club. My, both awesome. my, my five-year-old and four-year-old joined a running club here at a, a local park um, just the beginning of this month, I think it was. So they're actually training for a one-mile run uh, July 4th that I'll be able to do with them. So that'll oh, be very cool. really cool to do um, alongside them. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they. Uh, um, I saw um, somebody I knew, um, their son just did a kid's Spartan race I think it was like a mile long obstacle course. I was like, yeah, I'm signing, I'm going to sign my son up for that when he, yeah. <laughs> when he's a little older, but that <laughs> sounds pretty cool. But yeah, I think, you know, you, you touched on something there that I think is really important. Um, something is better than nothing. Um, I, you know, I, like I said, my, my schedule is a little different now. So I, I have a lot of, I have a lot more control over it. And, um, but I still, I still regularly work out only three days a week, but when I'm scheduling them, I, I started doing this probably within the past like year or so, maybe even less than that, but I've been trying to schedule like six workouts a week and I don't do six workouts a week, but it gives me six options of time, you know? So, yeah. um, and so like, if I have, you know, I want to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday afternoon while well, I leave a time open, maybe Tuesday, Thursday, things like that. Um, and if I get the Monday workout done, I don't do the Tuesday workout. And so I've kind of found that if I schedule six, I'm shooting for three workouts and I can only get one or two in, well, then I have to go back to my schedule and kind of reprioritize things. Because yeah. if, if I, if I originally had six blocks of time that I could work out and I can't get in 30% of it, you know, um, that to me, that's, that's not a time issue. That's just a priority issue for me, you know, cause yeah. there's, you know, all, all these new like Disney plus movies and things like that. I'm going to make time for that. Right. And all these Marvel movies and things like that. I'm going to, I'm going to make time for those shows. I can make time for my workout too. And I've, uh, I, I've noticed too, that I've tried to be, um, um, since I've been doing this, I've been trying to be really disciplined on that. If I miss my time to work out, I don't push it back. And what, what that's done for me is it, it, it kind of makes me kind of feel the, feel the pain of missing it there. Because if, if, if I schedule my workout for four, I need to be done by five so I can have dinner with the family. If I start that workout from at five, well, now I'm missing dinner with my kids and my wife. Yeah. Or if I start my workout at six 30, you know, I'm getting done by seven 30. Then we got to get the kids ready for bed. I missed out on time there. And that's my own fault, you know, because I missed my time to work out. So it's, it's, it's actually made me better at like time management. Um, I, I've, I've always been really good at scheduling things, <laughs> creating calendars, things like that. I've always been really good at that. Following through is the hard part, right? Yeah. Like, but once it's on the calendar, you know, 
setting notifications and things like that. I think that can be, I think that can be pretty helpful as well to kind of, kind of get those done too. Um, you said you were saying like the, the something is better than nothing. I, I had a client last year um, who I would put, so like two, three workouts a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday on your program was set up similar where we'd have like Tuesday, Thursday, you'd have like the cardio days or optional card, go on a run, go for a walk, just get some form of movement. in. Well, I used to put those on his calendar as like optional. Well, the way that the schedule worked, it didn't put it as optional. It just put it on there. So then at the end of the week, you know, he didn't get his optional stuff done. He would only get four workouts in when it had five schedules, then he would feel like he failed the week. And so I was like, I was kind of that all or nothing. I couldn't do it all. So then he would do the, the Thursday, Friday, he would just not do it because he was like, I already messed up the week. I'm going to start over. And I was like, I, I think that's something too. Like, um, I, I recently started, um, kind of a new, uh, or, a a 12 week program I was following, but I started it on like a Wednesday. Um, and so typically I would, I would wait till the next Monday to start. Oh, I got a few days I can eat whatever I can do, you know? Um, but I was like, I'm starting today. I think I started June 1st. So yeah, June 1st was a, yeah, it was a Wednesday this year. And so like, I just started, I was like, I was like, I gotta, you know, that's something I struggle with too, but I was like, I don't want to wait until Monday because if I, if I think about it for the next four or five days or whatever, you know, like chances are I'll talk myself out. Well, I could probably wait till July, you know, like we got 4th of July coming up. We got all these things coming up, but I, I found kind of, you know, just do what you can with what you have, do what you can with what you have. And then just do a little more when you have more time. Like you, you just found, you had a little bit more time schools, schools over now. So um, you have, a that's, you know, not, not on the priority list anymore. So maybe you could exercise it. You could go on an extra run. Maybe you're only doing two runs a week. Now you could do three or four. Did, did you notice with um, kind of with like how busy you are and things like that? Um, it kind of changed like your eating preferences as well, or do you feel like that was staying kind of pretty consistent? Yeah, no, that was definitely um, not ideal. My, my eating preferences, especially um, throughout school. Um, so it was a lot of late nights of getting all the kids to bed. Um, wife's gone at work and then I'm going to be up till 2 AM working on school, um, all the while snacking throughout early into the morning, um, was not ideal by any means. And, and like you mentioned earlier, a lot of times I would think, okay, so it's Thursday. I really need to eat healthier. I'm going to wait till Monday. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times that would mean, okay, I'm going to binge eat of the unhealthy foods all weekend up until Monday starts. And then I'm going to uh, expect my body to respond well to eating healthier starting yeah. Monday um, instead of, again, gradually stepping into it um, and, and, and definitely planning out meals as well. So planning out the grocery trip, planning out um, on a Sunday, what am I going to meal prep for this week. Um, what's it going to look like? I, I, I'll admit that I, I don't always love meal prepping and for an entire week because I get bored of the same food every day for lunch or for dinner. Um, so I, I will sometimes do it, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then do it again, um, on Wednesday night for Thursday, Friday, um, just to, to mix it up. But, um, that's something too that I have to schedule on my calendar on a Sunday or, or during the week to, to set aside time to 
um, plan that out or do some meal prep and, and, and cook things then. So um, don't ever um, share this with my wife. But um, when we first started dating, my wife is, is opposite of me. Um, I am very type A by the book and I live by my calendar. Uh, she's not. She's kind of um, a free spirit, if you will. Um, so when we, we first started dating, she she was late to things and she she would still be late to um, really anything. So what I did was I set her car clock five minutes ahead. So she she would think she was late, but she was actually on time. And same concept with scheduling four or five exercises for the week and then only meeting three. That's still great. That's what you're you're aiming for. Um, but just kind of that psychological trick there. But. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a. Uh, I do the same thing in my car, but <laughs> <laughs> but they. Uh, um, no, you. Uh, yeah, meal prepping. You know, kind of eating the same thing. You know, it, it looks great. It looks great for a picture on Instagram to have 14 meals prepped, right? But yeah. like by day three or four, you're like, this chicken is so dry. Like yeah. it, it's <laughs> yeah. I I I. I completely get that. I do the same thing. Uh, this week, uh, I, I cooked a couple steaks and made some steak tacos, steak quesadillas and things like that. Steak I found keeps a little bit better than chicken. Um, yeah. and so, and I like steak quite a bit more, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, you, you said that, um, like your food preferences, like late night snacking, uh, things like that. And then, um, when you started the program, you, you were saying like, uh, oh, I, I could start it on Monday. It's only Wednesday. I can eat a little bit more. Um, every, literally almost every single person I work with does that. They're like, oh, I have a few days to eat whatever I want. And I think that's why I try and get through to them is like, you can eat these foods. Like if, if you like pizza, I'm not going to tell you not to eat pizza. Like, but we have to learn how to eat pizza in a way where you don't feel like, oh, I've already had one. Let me eat four right? Yeah. Maybe, you know, just set rules for yourself. Like a pizza, like I could eat an entire pizza. My wife and I used to buy a large pizza. We'd eat the entire thing in like 20 minutes. We'd split it. And like, I would just eat like eight pieces right there. But like, I've kind of created like, like rules for myself where, uh, I, like if, if I'm going, you know, like I, I like to track what I eat, but it's not always ideal. You're going out to eat with your parents or something like that or your wife's parents, you know, it's Thanksgiving dinner, you're not asking your grandma to measure out the mac and cheese. And so things like that, you know, just set a rule for yourself, you know, just like I, I can only, you can have whatever pizza you want, but you can only have three slices, two, so you know what I mean? Whatever, whatever it is, or Thanksgiving, that's, you know, there's so many different foods there. What I've been trying to do, I went to, um, I don't know if you're familiar with a Mongolian barbecue restaurant. Um, it's like a hibachi grill. They, you get all your food, they cook it for you and stuff, but you can do, I, I used to go there a lot when I was in high school and I, it's all you can eat. And I would go up like four times. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. But I went there recently. I went there recently. Um, my parents took my wife and I and the kids out for dinner and I just got one plate. I got whatever I wanted. And I, I you know, I stacked that plate pretty good, got all the meat and everything and the noodles and I stacked it pretty good. But after that one plate, I was done. You know, and so just things like that, like when you're going into these social situations, you know, just creating some rules for yourself before you get there. Don't try and create it. Don't try and create it as you're going, because you're going to you're going to reason with yourself the entire time. Oh, I deserve this. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I deserve this. 
seventh cookie. You know, it was, it was a tough week. And so like, that's what I like to do. Like everybody brings out all the pie and everything. When you go, you know, it's somebody's birthday party or something. Like I tell myself, you know, I can have one dessert or something like that, or maybe my rule for the night is two, you know, and but once I'm done with that, I'm done. So I feel like if I want a piece of cheesecake, I eat the piece of cheesecake, you know, but I don't eat that second one. I don't eat that third one. And if you're telling yourself like you can't have it at all, well, then you're going to want it more. You may do okay for a while. If I told you, um, if I told you like you can't eat pizza ever, you'd be like, okay, whatever. Like you could do it for a couple of weeks, but eventually, eventually you would do it. Right. Yeah. And, like, and that, that's why I, I try and, um, not have clients, you know, like w- what aren't you willing to do? Like, w- like, what are you willing to do to get to where you want to be? But what are you not willing to do? Like one of the things I'm not willing to do is I'm not willing to go on a run every day. <laughs> like you like to run. I run every once in a while, but if, Oh, we're having a thunderstorm here. Not sure if you can hear that, but, <laughs> um, but I, if someone told me, I had to go for a three mile run every single day in order to reach my goals. I'd be like, eh, maybe, maybe it's not really where I want to, <laughs> maybe that's not how I want to get there right now. But, uh, you said, uh, uh, you were kind of thinking like, I had someone tell me the other day, they're like, man, I'm going out to eat tonight. Program starts Monday. You know, I'm just eating a ton of food. I used to do the same thing. I would like, so t- if today's Thursday program starts Monday, I would eat a ton of food. I would weigh in today and I would eat a ton of food from now until Sunday night. And then I would weigh myself on Monday. It'd be quite a bit higher than I was today. But then that progress on the scale looks pretty good, you know, after it's because it's easier to work that off when it comes yeah. quick like that. So I used to do the same thing. So I think, um, you know, like even like I've been in working with clients for a number of years now, like trainers do the same thing. Like we, we enjoy pizza. I eat cheeseburgers weekly, you know, like I, I love all these things and stuff, but um, I, I think it's hard sometimes for people who are just now starting to think like, huh, I, I, how am I supposed to do this? If like, I, I don't want to give up these foods. I don't want to give up these foods. And a lot of the times it's just simple things. Like I know we focused on kind of that eating slowly and um, anybody who's listened to the podcast or um, follows me on Instagram, Facebook, it's probably like this dude talks about this all the time. And I was like, <laughs> like eating slowly, eating until satisfied. If those are the only two things you ever learned from me, like I would be more than okay because they're extremely hard to do. We live, you know, you have three kids, um, you're working full time. You don't have a lot of time to yourself. And so you probably eat fairly quickly most of the time, right? You're, you're helping the kids, you know, you have a nine month old and so you got to feed them. They can't feed them. you know, they're start finger food, things like that. But like most of the time you're helping that you're, you're picking up things off the floor. And so you're taking bites when you can, you don't have a lot of time. And so those two skills, you know, those are really the skills that I think are most important. And if, if people, or if anybody just could focus on slowing down when they ate, they could completely change, you know, like, um, who was I talking to? They were, uh, uh, they were, they were saying, uh, pizza, like pizza is super easy to eat fast. You know, you, you could eat a ton of it too. It's, you know, it's the mix of the carbs, fats, and proteins. But if you took a thousand calories of pizza, you could eat it like that. You take a thousand calories of a chicken breast. You probably couldn't finish that. Eat that slowly. Eat a chicken breast slowly, a thousand calories of it. 
you'd be like, I never want to see a chicken breast <laughs> ever yeah. again. Even things like dessert though, like if, or if, if you went to like McDonald's and got a Big Mac and you ate that slowly, you might think to yourself, this isn't as good as, <laughs> as, <laughs> as I thought it would. Maybe, maybe you love every bite. I don't know. But I think things like that are just, um, simple things that you can focus on. And I, I don't know, I don't know if, um, those are things you still think about or, um, some of the habits kind of we focused on, um, w- w- what has stuck with you the most? Yeah, I, I know for me personally, um, I have a lot of stress in my job and oftentimes in my life with, <laughs> with all the kids and everything going on, especially building the house. Um, and then during school as well. So for me, I'm a stress eater. I struggle with that. And that's something where taking time to slow down and eat slowly is not only helping me in portion control and in realizing that I'm full quicker, um, but also taking time to just take a step back and slow down in life for a little bit. Um, that's been, been huge. And another thing too, realizing that, okay, when I have stressful days at work, I want to come home and I want to eat a whole pizza. Um, so, okay. How can I prevent that again, not to completely eliminate pizza because that's one of my main food groups, um, (laughs) is okay. Maybe don't buy five pizzas at the grocery store. When we go on a, a Sunday afternoon, um, buy one for the week and make that last. I think you talk about that in one of your podcasts of understanding where, where the self-control can come into and the discipline can come into. It doesn't have to be at that point in the home when you have all these things or a big bag of Skittles, it's okay. I have a small bag of Skittles or I have one pizza that I have to make last. And yes, I can, I can have that, but I'm not going to have it every night. And I'm yeah. So really making a plan, um, even before you go to the grocery store of this is what I'm going to allow myself to do. Yes. I'm going to still allow myself to buy a pizza. Um, but what else can I incorporate in my diet this week of having a a true balance of fruits and vegetables and um, carbs and all the good stuff, all the meats. Um, so again, that helps me to, again, we're, we're probably 30, 35 minutes from a grocery store at our, our new house. So um, I'm not going to get into my truck and, and drive and get a pizza if I already eat my one pizza for the week, um, especially dragging three kids along. <laughs> not going to happen. So knowing that um, I need to do that to um, help myself ahead of, ahead of the, the game, it, it really makes a difference. Yeah, no, that's, that's huge. Uh, um, one of my favorite quotes is... Um, if food is in the house, you or someone you love will eventually eat it. And yeah. um, I think we look at that as a bad thing, but it's also a good opportunity too. Um, because, it, you know, like you said, if you, you have those fruits and the vegetables in the house, you know, there, there's a greater chance you're going to reach for that. You know, if you don't have a pizza in the house, you can't eat a pizza. You got to go get it. Um, fortunately for you, you're, you're 35 minutes away from the grocery store. I'm about five. And so <laughs> it, it, there are times where, you know, I, I could just go and get it, but, you know, just, just having that discipline that, you know, to just not purchase it, um, I really like Sour Patch Kids. Um, I, I buy the individual boxes. It's more expensive to buy the individual boxes, but I know that if it's there, I'm going to eat it. So every once in a while, they're out of them. And then I have to buy the big bag. And if I buy the big bag, 
I am taking it every single day, right? And so like I could go, I could go weeks without eating them. But if it's in my house, I will eat it every single day until it's gone. No matter yeah. what food it is, it's just like I it's just like a new routine for me. You know, I buy, I stock my fridge with protein shakes or something, I will drink it every single day. If I don't have it, you know, I could go a few days and be like, man, I I completely forgot. I didn't even have a protein shake or something. It, it just wasn't top of mind. Yeah. And, and so kind of like what you said there, just make it, making it a little bit more difficult on yourself, you know, making it, or, or to kind of flip that, making it easier to make a good decision there is, you know, if, if you're craving ice cream and you have it in the freezer, you're going to have ice cream that night. But if you're craving ice cream and you have to drive 35 minutes to the closest store to, you know, to get a carton or you're, you're probably not going to have it that night. Yeah. Right. And, um, one thing that it, that has also helped me too, is, um, I deleted all of the, uh, like Grubhub DoorDash apps, like all the food delivery apps off my phone. And, uh, I just, so like, you know, like we, we like to go out to, I, I like to, I could go out to eat every day, but, um, we usually go out to eat like once a week and we schedule it. And so like, usually like Wednesday, Thursday is the night we order food or something like that. And I don't feel bad about it because it's scheduled. It's something, you know, we're, we're looking forward to. And so, um, I, I don't mind spending the money on it because, you know, it's planned. It's something that we enjoy doing. And if I didn't do that, you know, I, I was, I could easily order like two or three, two or three <laughs> nights a week, you know, Oh, I don't want to cook lunch. I'll just order something. So yeah. it, it just, it just makes it a little easier if we plan it ahead, just like with your workouts and everything. And, um, I, I noticed, um, so I deleted all the apps off my phone and I told, I, I told my wife one day, I was like, we haven't ordered food in like a month. And I was like, and, and never even crossed my mind. And it was like, it's just a simple thing. I don't see it. I, when I'm looking at my phone, you know, I never pass that app. And so the same thing, it's like, if the food's not in, in your house, you know, if, you, if you're making it more difficult for yourself, um, it, it's going to be a greater chance that you're not eating it. And, um, when, when we have dinner, uh, like fruits and vegetables, like, I don't think any kid grows up just like, can I have some more green beans, please? Like, you know, you give them to your kids, you give them to your kids because, you know, they're good for you and stuff. And then, you know, it's, it's an easy food for uh, little kids to, to eat. They can grab it. They can things like that. But like when we're at when we're having dinner and stuff, we know we try not to try to force them to like, you know, grab some raspberries, you know, grab a handful of this or stuff. But we have it on the table. You know, yeah. we, we have them on the table. We, I, I may have cooked some cheeseburgers for grilled some burgers or something like that, but we have, you know, uh, a bowl of blueberries or, you know, some spinach or something. I don't know. And, you know, if they, I, I never tell my son, like, how about you grab some of this or something like that. But if he sees me grabbing it, if he sees me grabbing a handful of this, there's a greater chance that he's going to want to try it too. And, we try not to force it on them, but, you know, just having, having some of those, those options in the house and some of the, uh, what we like to call sometimes foods, not in the house, it, it, it makes it easier to kind of make a, make a better decision there. All right. Well, Matthew, I, I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time, um, to come on the podcast. Um, th this was a lot of fun. It was good. It was good being able to talk to you again. I know, I know that you're busy. I know that you're busy. 
uh, with a, with a family full-time job and everything. So, you know, it, it really does mean a lot that you, uh, took out the time of your busy schedule to come join us today. Is there, is there anything that you would like to leave us with any tips? Um, you've been, uh, you've been kind of working, um, kind of on your own for a while now and still, still having some success. And so any, anything you want to kind of leave us with that you, you think would be helpful? Yeah. Um, whatever life is throwing at you, you can make it work and you can find time. So really whatever you, you want to prioritize, um, you can always make time for that. So, um, definitely plan ahead as much as you can. Um, I'm a planner, but it's not always feasible to plan two weeks out in advance. So like I said, sometimes it's, it's weekly, sometimes it's daily. Um, but just keep working at it and you can do it no matter, uh, if you have three kids, six kids, um, there's always something that you can do to be active, whether it's um, playing a game with your kids or whatever. So uh, really excited to be on with you, Anthony, and thanks for all the um, support and the, the great feedback through your other podcasts. Congratulations on, on your third as well. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. We're, we're pretty excited. Um, I actually know the gender. Um, maybe maybe uh, by the time this episode comes out, uh, maybe everybody will, but um, I'm the only one that knows my wife doesn't know. Um, we, uh, we had the doctor tell me, and so we're, um, I'm going to, I'm going to surprise him next week. So, uh, but yeah, we're, we're pretty excited. Um, I might have to come back to you and get some tips on how to, how to handle three of them. So <laughs> I'm still learning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Matthew. Uh, right. we'll, we'll have to get you back on again sometime. All right. Thanks, Anthony. All right. Thank you. That concludes this episode of the Fatherhood Fitness Podcast. Thank you for those of you who took time out of your busy schedules to listen. If you have any questions or comments or an idea for a topic for a future episode, please feel free to reach out and I'd love to hear from you.